Yo, what's up, world? We back after another long week. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm tired yet. I don't see where we're going, but feel kind of drowsy. Had a long week, man. I was playing ball this morning, and uh, I don't know, man. You sure you was playing ball? Cause I be seeing like your little Insta stories, and you just be recording all the time. Of course, I was playing ball. Why would? Mm-hmm. I just I thought you was just going in there to sit down and record and then show your little sneaker no. and your little Insta story. No, I didn't know. I'll be was... on that court. I'll be okay. on. You know what I'm saying? I just oh, okay. be sitting down because I can't record while I play. You know what I'm saying? I mean, somebody else can record for you. Everybody got a. Everybody got somebody to hold the phone real quick. No, not me. Oh, okay then. Yeah. So, uh, um, messing with these levels. What's going on, Courtney? Not too much, not too much. Just out here working, living my best life. I hear that. I hear that. Ain't nothing, uh, ain't nothing new in, in uh, Tacoma? No. See, or whatever area nope. you live in? Nope, nothing new. Everybody's still getting high and eating good. <laughs> legally getting high, too, so we can Yep, legally. <laughs> legally. Yeah. Uh, so I guess we'll get started with whatever we got going on. Uh, the the most, I guess the most highly anticipated thing this week, Black Panther. Now I saw. Yes, yes, yes. Now I went to see it Thursday because I wanted to beat the weekend crowd. I went Thursday night. I went for the nine, I think nine forty showing, and it was sold out. So I was like, well, I go to the ten o five, and I was like, man, I hope the ten o five ain't too packed. And it wasn't too packed, man. It was like real quiet. I almost had a whole row to myself, and I mean, it was, it was lovely. I liked it. That's good. That's good. That's good. How about you? How, where did you see it at? <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, petty ass. So I bought a uh-huh. ticket. And um, I bought a ticket just to support opening weekend, but I did not go. I actually then turned around and bought two more tickets for this coming Wednesday because my woman will be back from her military duties and we're going to go see it together. You really think that uh, you're going to want to see Black Panther after your woman been gone for so long? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. She get back on Tuesday. Oh, oh. We'll tear the house down on Tuesday and then on Wednesday we're going to get our lives together. We're going to go to work and then when we get off, we're going to go to the movie. Okay. All right. That makes more sense. All right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I hope you don't be spoiled by the... Uh... Let me tell you, I've been so annoyed because people on Snapchat have dead ass been in the theater snapping the movie. And I'm like, how disrespectful are y'all? Like, I, first of all, I've always hated that. I've always hated when people go to the movies and snap the movie while they're in there. I've always thought that was just dumb. Yeah. But especially for Black Panther, I feel like they just they just are out of line. They are out of line. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know why people like feel like they gotta tell stuff that happened in the movie and just say like whether or not you like it or not. Like just it was a it was good or I didn't like it or whatever. But don't say whatever reading like people telling the movies like right. And so far, everyone has just talked about how amazing it's been. I've seen reviews with on my Instagram of people crying about how powerful or empowered they felt. Blah blah blah. And I'm here for all that because it just makes me want to go see it more. But them little few little people on my Snapchat, y'all know who y'all are with y'all little raggedy asses. Y'all got on my damn nerves last night. And I ain't talking about just like two snaps. It was like I was like 
clicking. And at first I skipped them, but then I went back because I wanted to see how many times I was going to like clip and it was going to still be the movie. And I'm talking about upwards of seven. That's too much. That's too much. much. Well, I don't want to say what I thought about it as far as powerful and all that shit. I ain't going to say all of that uh, because I don't want to sway your... um, your uh opinion of going into the movie you know what i'm saying i already have an opinion and i actually i had i've had an opinion since um i knew that it was coming out so it's just going to be about me going into the theater and seeing if what i am necessarily feeling about it is uh correct or not but at the end of the day i still feel like i'm going to be um i still feel like i'm going to be proud or empowered in some way shape or form um yeah, okay. Because uh, I don't want to say too much to like. I, I'm not gonna spoil the movie. Um, I ain't gonna spoil the movie, not for the listeners, because there's still people that haven't seen it. You know what I'm saying? Even though y'all have a whole bunch of days to see it, and um, right. you know, I'm not gonna fault y'all for that. You know, I'm just gonna throw a little shade, as the gays say. Um, but you should have been out there to see it. You know, I had to go by <laughs> myself, but I went and saw it. You know what I'm saying? But, um. I mean, it's a black. I think right. the writer is black, director black, like uh, and the executive, executive producer. One of, I was going to say, yes, yeah, the executive producer, the director, and then the cast. Yeah, the cast, and I think the writer is black too. The right, like the, the head writer, have like once you watch the movie, and you listen to like some of the dialogue or whatever, you'll you'll be like, yeah, somebody black wrote this. Like, it's a whole bunch of stuff in it. It's right. like. Just you could tell, like it it came from black people. Like it just wasn't about black people. You know what I'm saying? It was. Can I tell you one thing that has gotten on my nerves thus far? What's that? Um, some of the black folks that have been acting as though they're embarrassed at the way that we're showing up and showing out. Um, and then also these damn crackers acting like we are just acting ridiculous and how we're showing up, how we're dressing. Meanwhile, if you ever seen them damn crackers for Lord of the Rings and Star yeah. Wars and Star Trek, they, oh, May 4th, my last uh-huh. job I had when I was back in Texas, something about let the fourth or let the force be with you. Yeah. They was they act crazy as hell. So I was real confused that why all of a sudden us acting, I, I wasn't confused, let me stop lying, but I just was looking real with my head cocked to the side, like, really? So y'all can dress up like Harry Potter and, and Star Wars and Star Trek and all this shit, Lord of the Rings, all these fool people, and and we can't, we can't even, we can't even, like, we can't, without still being looked at away, like, that was definitely kind of pissing me off because they, mm-hmm, I felt mm-hmm. like they were talking about it as if they just don't do anything like that. And I'm just looking around like, bitch, mm-hmm. Star Wars yeah, coming. All y'all lose y'all mind. All y'all like, think y'all, like, y'all just in a whole the movie. Bunch of like, just uh, paraphernalia. Yeah. And, and, and I don't, you're right. I was going to say, I don't even know what those long sword things is called because I'm going to tell you right now, I've never seen Star Wars. I never watched Lord of the Rings and I don't watch Star Trek. So I'm real, I don't know the correct terminology, but. The long it's little glowy looking sticks, and then the one it's dressed in all black lightsaber. And, I want to get, get, get let you know that it's called a lightsaber. Mm, well, whatever. I mean, they walk around with them in the general public. If you go to Walmart at the twelve o'clock, you liable to see the whole cast of Star Wars. Yeah, they be out now. I don't. I don't but 
like the people that talk shit about black people or whatever, they may talk shit about the Star Wars people too, but they just not just as loud, but like they even make make fuss like now I, they just don't want black people to be a part of anything or have any fun because like a few years ago it was a um the Fantastic Four came out. It's like a new version of the Fantastic Four. And one of the characters that's normally white, Michael B. Jordan played that character. And they were up in arms about that. Like, Johnny Storm, he's supposed to be white. He's not He's not black. They're messing up the, the, the movie and all kind of stuff. They were, like, going on and on. And, you know what I'm saying? They, they just went in on just about, you know what I'm saying, just this character being black, you know what I'm saying? So right. what what is the excuse now, like, this ain't got shit to do with y'all. From the comic book, it's a black king and all kind of shit like that. Like, it's nothing that you should, you know, fuss at. So if black people want to celebrate, you know what I'm saying, about Black Panther having a movie, then let black people celebrate. If they want to wear dashikis or whatever the fuck, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool, but it's coming from both sides. It's coming from, like, white people and black people. Like, uh, African people, oh, now y'all want to wear... Uh, African garb and all kind of shit like that. Like, it's just so much, man. I'm just basically, t- I just got to the point where, like, man, I just want to see the fucking movie, man. Just chill out with all of it, like, because it's it's just coming from both sides, like. It is coming yeah. from both sides, and to from uh, to a certain degree, like, I feel like African people, I understand why they may feel like this because this is what they do, how they dress, how they are, all the time. And then for us, for a while, we weren't into their attire we weren't in we weren't into it at all and i guess so to speak acted as if we were embarrassed by it or didn't have no connection to it and so they could possibly feel like it is a trend um unfortunately um and as much as i do sometimes wear the attire i do kind of scale it back because i I see their point of view or why they would feel like that. But at the same time, I just wish we could just all get past it and like just be cool and be there and support in support of each other. Like we, we can be extra if we want yeah. is how I feel. And honestly, I don't feel like this is extra. This is ce- yeah, celebratory. I feel, like I, I like but, as far as like black people in America, at this point, I just be like, man, just wear shit from the movie. Don't wear all the other shit because African people, they want to complain and shit. And you know what I'm saying? They don't really, I ain't going to say all of them, but some of them. I ain't going to say all the most, but some of them, they don't fuck with us like that. You know what I'm saying? They feel like they're different from us. They ain't, you know what I'm saying? So I have met some that I feel like do look down on us and don't really care for us. And then I have met others that have been way more accepting and just kind of like, I don't know what, you know, what took y'all so long. Like, you know, y'all come from, uh, you know, y'all are from where we from. Like y'all are our people, blah, blah, blah. So I've definitely met, um, both of them. And unfortunately is, I don't want to say it's easier for me to talk about the one that I met that treated, you know, me like shit or feels like, you know, we ain't shit, but, um, you always remember how people make you feel, especially if they don't make you feel good. And I, I always remember that in the forefront, but I don't let it, I don't let it, uh, you know, depict how I handle any other Africans that I meet, um, because all of them aren't going to be like how Mm -hmm. he was, but I definitely remember. So I just, I just be, just, I just do what feels authentically 
right for you. Just be authentic in everything that you're doing. Because if you ain't doing it just because it's a trend, then I feel like that can be felt and maybe you it'll be accepted more. But if you're just doing this shit because it's a trend and you don't really care, you don't know the history or the origins and, and all yeah. that other shit, then yeah. you ain't doing nothing but adding um, food to the fire. But back to the... Uh... <laughs> To the oppressor. Right. <laughs> uh, a lot of trolls, they've been posting uh fake stories saying that they were attacked at Black at Black Panther showings. Have you seen any of that on your social media? I haven't seen any of that on my social media, but um I have seen how the and I think it was at Atlantic Station in Georgia, they played Fifty Shades of Grey, because you know they had a new movie came out this weekend, the yeah. the final one. Yeah. They played Fifty Shades of Grey inside of the Black Panther Theater instead of playing Black Panther. Um, and I feel like it's just been a lot of fuckery going on well, leading mean, up to our holiday weekend, so I'm not surprised at the trolls. Well, I think they started playing Fifty Shades or one of the whatever the Fifty whatever Fifty. I forgot what it was called, but yeah, one of the Fifty Shades movies. They started it because I know they didn't get through with all of that shit oh hell no yeah the move the theater would have been trashed yeah yeah i mean we came in peace but we wouldn't have left in peace come on now but, um, <laughs> uh one of the um photos that somebody posted on twitter it was uh showing uh they had their face was covered with blood and they said that they were attacked at a nightclub in sweden well that was a that was the um real picture um but somebody took that picture and posted on Twitter saying that they went to see Black Panther with their girlfriend and a black teenager shouted, you at the wrong theater and smashed the bottle on her face. Um, but they figured out, you know what I'm saying, where she got it from, that she got it from the person in Sweden last month. Uh, another widely circulated tweet showed a photo of a bloody paper towel. And the caption said uh, that a group of black youth said this movie wasn't for me. I am white. But somebody did a Google image search and... It was just uh, one of the top results for uh, the phrase blood on a paper towel. So they just, they ain't even like did nothing, you know, a hard search for a picture. They just got whatever the first picture was they found on Google and you try to use that, you know what I'm saying? Try to start some, you know what I'm saying? However they can, however they can, however they can. That's why I, I am unapologetic in all of my blackness and what I think and what I feel. And I genuinely don't be giving a fuck about their feelings ever at any time. Yeah, I know I don't. Um, Cause that's just sad. Cause when Star Wars come out, we don't be doing that shit to them. No, we don't be caring. Like we let them, we let them be, we let them, we let them journey in peace and we don't fuck with them, but they always want to come. They want, they be wanting to come poke. They be wanting to come poke, and then I, and we be the real bad guy, and we be done yoke their ass up. But that's all right. That's all right. It ain't all right, but I'm just saying it's all right. Because <laughs> I want to, because I want to be like smack the shit out of one of them and start blacking <laughs> their motherfucking eyes for real. But <laughs> yeah, so be on the lookout for them fakes. I don't know. I guess it's over now because today's Sunday. Um, I know it's a lawyer here tomorrow. He's gonna. I think like a hundred kids. They got the theater for a hundred kids to go tomorrow because I think school is out tomorrow for some reason. But, oh, um, child! You know it's their holiday. Child, it's President's Day. Oh yeah, yeah. If it ain't about forty-four, I don't really. It ain't even President's Day. I, I'm just real done with that. Yeah. You all right? You good over there? <laughs> yeah, I was uh, cracking my neck. Oh, okay. 
right. Uh, let's see. What else happened this week? Um, well, you know, yeah, go uh, LeBron mm-hmm. had ended up on Fox News uh, up against Laura Ingram with her dumb ass. Um, and she basically said a lot. Uh, I feel like everyone has seen this, so I not necessarily have to go into it, but she was talking about his grammar and his language and how he should just shut up and dribble. And then doubled back around and said there was there wasn't any racist uh, context to what she said in regards to shut up and dribble. And I just feel like between like when I watched the video initially, I didn't even watch the whole thing. And then I went through and I finally did watch it. And I just got like the biggest fade waiting for her and Tommy. Uh, what's Tommy last name? Tommy Loren. Moore. What's Tommy? Yeah, I got the biggest fade waiting for them. Like the biggest ones ever. Tom- like I'm saving all my fight for them. I don't know what like I don't get I don't get Tommy- her like I don't know. They just make these arguments and and they push past they like do. I guess the real They look past what people really are saying and it's, they act like it's so difficult or whatever, but they just do whatever they can to to tear to I feel like to tear us down period and for her to say shut up and dribble wasn't didn't wasn't racial when we all know that they don't want us to do anything but shut up and dribble or shut up and pass the ball or shut up and make the touchdown I just feel like um she should have never said it and she shouldn't have been speaking on his grammar just the whole segment that she did in regards to LeBron should have never happened what she said about his grandma? Um, because when they were in the car and they were talking, and she was talking about his grammar and how unfortunately that's how um that's how he talks and that's how kids have to or that's what kids have to listen to and it's um incorrect. Mm-hmm. Just I didn't um, I, I didn't listen to to hers because I didn't want to get mad. Like I just want to enjoy this movie this week. I didn't want to see. <laughs> I agree. Like, and that's why initially, as soon as I heard her and she said, "Can can we talk about the grammar in this video?" And as soon as I heard that, I instantly like didn't watch. Um, but then later on, it like I, that was when I seen it on Instagram. But then I got on Facebook and it was definitely everywhere. So I was just like, "Let me listen to um, a little bit more." And I don't even know why. I I think honestly, I was just already in this place like. They on my fucking nerves anyway. Like, let me just see why. Yeah. And and that's what I got from it. I was just like, if I could ever like arrange to be in the same place at the same time with her, Tommy, I I'm they gonna catch the fade of their motherfucking. Yeah, her and Tommy, especially Tommy though. Tommy's um Oh, Tommy way worse. Tommy, Tommy Yeah, cause she, listen, she talks shit um, about rappers and all kind of shit like that, but she'd be listening to rap and I don't get Mm-hmm. And, and that's what I never understand. And then, and then her and I, um, Wale just be going back and forth on Twitter, back and forth. And um, yeah, they do. Yeah, I just, I just. He, he, he I can't Tammy. even really say what I'm thinking. He got her Tammy. Mm-hmm. Her, I like that. You know. Yeah, I do too. I do too because, I, and I like that he don't back down. And then I feel like she sat down with. Um, Master P, and then she all of a sudden she just think that just proves that she isn't racist because she was able to sit down and have a conversation with Master P. Like, girl, yeah, sit don't the fuck nobody down. Can't like, that, don't, that don't 
mean nothing. Y'all, y'all were calm enough to have a conversation, but overall, Master P is a very calm person. He, I mean, but you wouldn't have sat down and had a conversation with anybody that you know was going to really lay into your she ass. She did have one so, with, uh, with Charlamagne one time. He was going in on her ass, but uh, that that was kind of yeah, what he definitely yeah jumped her off into like the mainstream shit about Beyonce or whatever and then mm-hmm. Charlamagne was like on her little web show or whatever but now she's I don't know I ain't want to say she's taking off but I'm just I'm just tired of her and people like her man like I always got some slick shit to say about mm-hmm. whatever all the time and then be ready to be the victim mm-hmm. and now that late what's the lady name again um the one that I was just talking about Laura, Laura something Laura Ingram yeah now she wants LeBron to come on her show I hope he don't do it though I hope you don't do it either because we don't. I, I just feel like there's no conversation that need to be had. You said what you said. Um, we, he, I don't. I feel like I do not want him to go, but I feel like they're gonna try to spin it to where he needs to go and have the conversation and quote unquote stand up to her and blah 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 and show that he is diverse and can have the conversation. I'm just like fuck it. We don't yeah, need he it. don't need it because he don't need um because she just want him to come out there for the rating. That's it. That's, That's it. Once again, using you. They want you to shut up and dribble. Oh, but they want you to come for the ratings. Mm-hmm. Said, shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I've been so sick of them. And I was like, of course she want to say some shit like that when she know our holiday coming up. Our holiday weekend coming up. Like, you just want to make us mad on our holiday weekend. Yep, yep. But we still going We still going to go support this movie, though. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the thing that got LeBron talking in the first place was that uh, school shooting. Uh, yep. That everybody was talking about um how many people that like when did that happen did that happen when monday i think it did happen monday because i was walking in the gym and i saw it on the uh on like the televisions in the gym or whatever so it had to be the monday or wednesday i, I thought it i finished that i thought that it was wednesday okay but i i could definitely be wrong because i've had a lot going on but um I thought it was Wednesday. I just remember whenever I was at work on Thursday, I had a very, uh, I feel like a very good conversation about it with one of my coworkers, um, a conversation that I don't feel like anybody in this administration would yeah. be able to have or come up with half of the um, quote unquote solutions or a, a way to help resolve. I don't feel like anyone in this administration is uh, smart enough or give a di- or gives enough of a damn to come to come up yeah, with the I things think, that um, we did. Yeah, I'm looking at this article. It was Wednesday, but um, I don't know for you, mm-hmm. for those of y'all that don't know, it was a 19 year old uh, man who went into um, uh, his old high school that he had, he had got uh, expelled from, and he shot and killed 17 people, uh, 14 students, and three faculty members. Um, and I was reading the article, and it was like he went to school with his ROTC shirt on to blend in. Um, and he said he they think that he chose a specific time to go in because he knew they would be unlocking the gate, so they wouldn't uh, be you know looking at I guess the gates that he would go through or whatever. So he slid past security, and he chose that particular shirt because they wear that shirt on right. Wednesday or whatever. Um, I guess he just went around shooting people or whatever. I know I, I've seen like pictures of yep. videos that you know how like it'll have the video on um 
on Facebook or whatever of like I get post the videos of them in their classrooms and stuff like that. So I ain't really watch none of that. Um, I don't ever watch any of those. I just feel like it's too it's too much. It's too surreal. And I am a person that um puts myself in other people's shoes a lot. And so I just that was just too heavy for me, especially with everything that I have going on on, on you know, in my life period. But um, I definitely was paying attention to everything else regarding the shooting and the fact that um, teachers and students were all saying that as soon as they knew that there was an active shooter on campus, they already knew who it was. Them saying that he has been this person since middle school, like they already knew who it was shooting before. And I just feel like that's a problem. Um, And not only that, I just, it just reiterated for me, the same question that I always have is why was the assault rifle ban ever lifted? I just don't feel like that should have ever happened. There's no need for a regular civilian, a regular American, any regular human being to have an assault rifle ever. I just don't believe that it is needed because it's used to take out mass amounts of people. And why do we need to I take mean, out mass amounts of people? I don't know. I'm, and I'm not saying the gun is the problem because the gun didn't just waltz in there and shoot them. But I'm just saying more oftentimes than not, when we have mass shootings, they definitely are using assault rifles because that is the purpose. Vegas was Vegas oh, was an assault rifle. Sandy Hook was an assault rifle. Um, that And that's the go-to. And, and it seems as though they're just so easy to obtain. I mean, for... I think I don't know where the name assault rifle came from, but I was listening to some gun person and they were like, it's just a rifle. Um, like it's not automatic or nothing like that. Like, I mean, I have shot them before. Um, but I think they use I think they use them because Because they take out large amounts uh, of people at one time. <laughs> well not because you can put you can have you know what I'm saying, you can have a um a large magazine in a world, right. you know what I'm saying? And the magazine is designed to take out large amounts of people at one time. I'm, I'm still going to go back to that. Do that with a handgun, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can put, you can get an uh, extended clip handgun or whatever. Yeah, but that is still absolutely not the same. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know it's not the same, but. Um, and then for me, I'm just kind of like, I feel like, like when we were talking about mm-hmm. it at work, we were discussing, like, should the parent or parents have some type of responsibility because what how was the child able to walk out of the home with a whole assault rifle well, like I mean, what type of bag was it in how was he it's just a, it's just a lot of things that come into play and i know i didn't when i was growing up before i walked out of the house somebody was looking at me because they wanted to see what i had on if i looked apart if i wasn't gonna be out in the street well i mean crazy his, his, uh, his parents I just, have, have that you know what i'm saying a dad or whatever so but so then was he living on his own? And then I also read something that said he was a part of a white supremacist group that definitely taught him how to teach. And one of the people of the group was just kind of like, I'm not trying to make light of the situation, but he was a, a really good shooter. And if that's what he went out, went to do, then he definitely yeah, that's that's, w- would have, su- would have succeeded because he had the proper training. In his article, like he he was, um, shot. The ROTC, like he was, he was like a sharpshooter, a marksman whatever in the ROTC thing so um I don't like I think you can at 18 you can get a, a rifle or whatever I think you can but you can't have a drink yeah but I mean I don't make the rules shit 
<laughs> I mean, I, I know I'm just saying like, you can go out and buy a, a rifle and do with it what you will. Yeah, but I mean, and, they don't sell them for you. I'm, I ain't, I don't like I ain't really want to get into all of that, like the laws and all that kind of shit, because I really to be honest, I don't really care about the laws and all of that, because people going to do whatever. Like if, if, if the rules you have to be 25 to get a gun, he still would have been able to get a gun like. At some point, legally or illegally, like that ain't right. And I'm not, I'm not even saying ban guns. I don't think we should ban guns. I think America has is in too far, in too deep. We are supposed to be the land of the free. Everybody want to do what they want to do, how they want to do it, and they want to buy what they want to buy. And um, we have just progressed that way. So I don't think banning guns in its entirety like how Australia has would benefit us at all. Because you got to think, people in Australia don't think like us. Nobody thinks like us. And um, and I feel like that proves it in all down the board because America ain't number one in, in but two things. And that's mass shootings and, and imprisonment. So I don't necessarily think we should ban them at all. I do think it should be made harder to get one, especially assault rifles. But I don't think they should be banned because um, I want to be able to protect myself, too. You ain't, you ain't going to just it's, run up on me a, crazy um, and think you're going to pop me and you're not going like to get popped. Ago or whatever, and they were talking about like. The files that they keep on people and the guns or whatever, and I, I want I because I was halfway watching it, but it was like registered guns or something like that. And the place that they keep them is someplace in West Virginia, and it's not even computerized; like it's all filed in paper or whatever. So, mm-hmm. like I basically what the the people that was put that put it out was like it's basically impossible for them to really police. What you know, what I'm saying to have a monitor on the guns and all kind of stuff like that because, of, like, just of how the records are kept on the gun. So, and I don't think that that's a mistake. I don't think that that's. I don't I, think that's I, a mistake either. I think it's definitely designed that way. They don't want to keep a record. But I mean, at this point, I think it's just almost like um, putting toothpaste back in the tube. You know what I'm saying? I like, think so too. it's just out, out of hand. Like, it ain't nothing really they can do. Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? Like. Especially not with the administration that we have, because the NRA is definitely uh, has funded his campaign immensely. So there isn't going to be any resolve. And then one thing I said, well, since we know nothing is going to happen or there isn't a resolve or, you know, we already at all, you know, X amount of shootings for the year. And it's and I feel like it's only going to continue because there is no there isn't a resolution. Then I'm like, well, I remember years back, it had to have been 2012 or 13. Because mm-hmm. um, I remember sitting in my living room when I re- when I saw this on TV. And um, it was saying how a uh, county or school district out in California were allowing their teachers to carry guns. And the parents were outraged. I don't want my child sitting in the classroom with a gun. I don't want this. I don't want that. And I always tell people how the West Coast is specifically California is always years ahead of everybody else regardless. And even then I was for it. I was in agreement, and I felt like those teachers had every single right to have a gun in their classroom. And even right now where I am is if there isn't going to be any resolve, which I already know they're not, because I feel like this administration ain't going to do shit, can't do shit. I don't feel like he even going to really say much else or anything about it. I feel like all teachers should be able to have a gun. And I know already from being in different Facebook debates, some teachers are like, if they tell me I need to carry a gun or they make me have one in my classroom, I'm walking out. And for me, I just say goodbye. Because another problem that we're going to face too is that people aren't going to want to be teachers because that's just not a safe profession anymore. 
it's safer to go be People a doctor. Um, it's safer to go do really something care, else. Like until it happened to them. Like, I agree. And one thing about politicians is it's, it's not going to happen to them because all their kids are in private schools, Catholic schools, Christian schools, or away at boarding school. So they don't have, they, they and they're not going to feel it. And honestly, that's the only time we would see resolve is if it was at their front door because they are in charge of writing laws, passing bills. But I, I personally wouldn't want to send my child to a school if, I ever became decided to embark upon parenthood um, where the teacher wasn't armed because I would like knowing that if someone came and was trying to shoot in my student's classroom or my child's classroom, the teacher could have a means to protect the class because the only other thing that I could propose is like bulletproof doors and plexiglass, but they won't even pay for books for education. They're not going to put no plexi, no plexi glass or bulletproof doors in schools. Yeah, I don't, I don't really, so, uh, I don't know. It's just going to have to, it's just going to keep happening. That's, and probably more frequently, you know what I'm saying? Because they keep, I know one, Um, I think it was like one guy, uh, law enforcement or whatever, he was like, it was one shooting that happened, I don't, I don't think it was in Canada, but he was like, he did. He wouldn't say the person's name, he wouldn't, uh, he told the media not to put the person's face on the news or whatever, Um, just because he felt like that gives other people that wanted to do it more incentive to do it, because it basically made them famous. So like this guy, I, I don't even yeah. know his name, but um. You know, everybody know his name, just like the uh, Dylan Roof. You know what I'm saying? That might make some. Yeah, I know his last name Cruz, but it I don't know Cruz, his first yeah, name. Yeah, something Cruz, but um, yeah, that was it. Was it was like a mm-hmm. list of things that he had said that um, he felt like didn't need to be done, but um, you know what I'm saying? The media and, and, and other uh entities or whatever they they continue to do it, and it gives I guess these people that are mentally deranged or whatever they just give them a um. A platform because they already capped for him like oh his his mother died and then his father died and then they were picking on him and they ostracized him all this other shit already capping for him and giving him excuses and somebody sitting at home that is going through something or, or feels like they relate to him they the only thing they that's going to prompt them to do is go shoot up their damn school or their job or especially else. since they took him uh took him um and they didn't, they didn't kill him or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Nothing. And that, and that bothered me. That bothered me a lot. That bothered me a lot because um, I just feel like whenever you have an active shooter like that, as soon as possible, you like you need to be putting eyes on them and then you need to be putting a bullet in them is as a means to stop it. And that was another thing for me. I'm like, well, if the teachers were armed, the teacher kill him versus having 16, 17 you know, students and faculty unless, did. Unless the guy was like prepared to die, like he he knew he was gonna die. That's the only, that's the only thing about it. Like sometimes they go in with the mindset, like yeah, we're gonna die. I think that was like the dudes in Columbine. They shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I was gonna say yeah, that was theirs, but I don't think Cruz felt like he was gonna die. Most of the time, um, these Caucasians or whatever you you want to call them, because people are gonna be like, oh, his last name, he not Caucasian, blah blah blah, whatever, whatever. Um, they don't walk into these situations thinking they're gonna die at all. And they yeah, know they not, and they he be felt just like he was fine because he was um, in mm-hmm. and white supremacist with his minority ass because he don't know no uh-huh. better. Yeah, don't I, know no better. Well, don't even know. That. I ain't gonna say that, that because a lot of a lot of those a lot of those people with them last names, they they tend to uh follow behind. You know, what I'm saying they try to be white. They, they, they do. aspire to whiteness. So some of them they do. That's why that's why I keep calling him a Caucasian because that's what he wanted to be. Mm-hmm. Just like that's exactly what he wanted to be. What's the guy? Um, wasn't Ted? Ain't Ted Cruz? 
You know what I'm saying? Look up, mm-hmm. Republican, and he he mm-hmm. he follow all, all behind yep. that kind of stuff. So that's why I call him Caucasian. And every time, like, if I was on a post on Facebook and I said Caucasian, it's like he's not Caucasian. He's definitely Caucasian. If you part of white yep. supremacists, you Caucasian. Yep. And he Caucasian. And I don't feel like he walked into that thinking he was gonna die. I definitely feel like he walked into that and he was like, I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna shoot these people up and I'm gonna feel good about it. And then the police gonna come take me and then they're gonna um they're gonna start capping for me because I just had this this sad little hard not life which ain't shit compared to a bunch of people right. that i know them been through including myself and then um he gonna get whatever he gonna get what you gonna i which i still don't feel like it's going to be good enough so then then here we are and then the next person going to be like oh mm-hmm. he did it i can do it too because copycats are a real thing and then that's just what's gonna happen and so we at 18 mm-hmm. already for the year and it's now, just gonna uh, continue to grow so uh i don't know man i don't know what's gonna happen with the gun shit i feel like ain't not gonna be done um, I shared a video on my Facebook of a white man, and I can't remember his name, but he always be going off. Um, and most time it is, huh? News dude, he like an older white. Yeah, 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 older white guy. He was like, you know, if he had been, if he had been black or Muslim or Mexican, walls would have been built, travel bans would have been in place, and they he damn sure would have been killed. But since it is a Caucasian, there's nothing that can be done, and that is how they He's operate. Like, oh my God, when he Caucasian. Bear. He's a race better. I mean, he race. is, but it's he also true. Stop, stop that race talk because no one said anything about race. Why did they bring race into it? I mean, but he does have a because I, so at, initially when he did that, when he did that initially, I was like, mm, I don't think so. But then as soon as I left out of the video, the next video was them talking about how, oh, his mom just died. His dad died a couple years ago and he was ostracized. I went back to that video that I was just like, nah, I ain't doing that and shared the whole thing because I was like, yep, it's already it is true because they would not cap that way for a Muslim or for a black man or for a Mexican man. And I do feel like nothing is going to be done unless it is one of those three as long as it's caucasians that are the terrorists and that keep shooting up every damn thing because they have an attempt tantrum then um we just we, we're mm-hmm. not going to have a resolution because poll us um now we're going to switch gears a little bit yeah 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 because um, i'm over that you ever i know you've been there for a long time out in texas now you out in uh on the west coast you ever heard of george saint george who George Sink. He's an attorney. Mm-mm, no. Um, well, he's an attorney. He has like, you know, you know, they have them attorneys with the commercials and they come on and they might have a little jingle. Or right, whatever. right, right, right. Um, I remember Akeem Anastapulo. Yeah, like Akeem, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But George is like one of those, you know what I'm saying? He has um, um, his little jingle has his phone number. His phone number is all nine. So it's like. You something 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 come on the line call 999 to 999 that's his that's his little jingle on his or whatever and then he got another one that sings his name or whatever but one little boy in greenville um he was wanting to have a, a birthday party or whatever and so for his birthday party he told his uh, mama that he wanted a joy sink birthday party and so at first his mama um you know what I'm saying thought he was joking or whatever but when they found out he was serious they called up joy sink they have um him come to the party. And so Joy Sink was like, he was moved by that. And so he wanted to come. So they had a Joy Sink birthday party with all of the little boys. They wore ties, you know what I'm saying? Shirts and ties that looked like an attorney. And like they had all of these balloons with like nines 
on the balloons, knives on the little cupcakes and stuff. And um, they also had like cutouts at <laughs> George Sink <laughs> and um, at George Sink attended. So shout out to that little man. Let me see if I can find his name. Um, at least he did, you know, was like, I want to be a part of it. That's dope. Yeah, yeah. What's his name? What's the little boy name? Uh, Landon, Landon Shell, little black boy, one of the Joy Saint commercials, and he he was only he only four years old. So <laughs> I think this little boy be sent home with his grandmama watching the stories or something in the daytime. That commercial yep. all the time. He got to. Yeah. So I saw, I saw the little article, um, but then once I saw this one and realized that he really came, I thought that was funny as hell. But uh, shout shout out to Joy Saint. So I'm, I might if I get into some legal trouble, I'll call it Joy Saint for real. I bet you better get in that legal trouble in Texas, since he can't help you in South Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> so shout out to him. That was something funny I uh, saw. Uh, something not so funny that I read. Um, it's this South African uh, inventor. Oh my God, his name is shit. It's, it's a it's one of them names with a whole bunch of uh a consonants. Inverted. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Good luck with that. I never attempt. Nkosinati, uh, Nkosinati, Nkomo. Mm. I think, mm. Look I at think you go. It. A, he was a Soweto-born University of Cape Town student and inventor. So he died at just 24 years old after gaining attention from national media for his invention of water, water purification system aimed at, aimed at helping the uh, drought crisis and in um, South Africa right now they have a real crazy drought crisis where like basically nobody's going to have water in like the next few months or whatever something like that um, his product and company Aqua Renew began gain, gaining attention in October by December he was dead after allegedly falling from a multi-story building in Cape Town the questions and conspiracy theories soon then questions and conspiracy theories be, soon began in earnest. They unable to afford his UCT fees, Como had launched Aqua Reno and soon began making enough money to pay his fees and continue his civil engineering degree. So at the time of his death, police police didn't offer much info other than the fact that no foul play was suspected. Um so it's been alleged that the deceased fell from the balcony of his fifth floor apartment at, at the hotel. I uh, said no foul plays. Uh, okay, that was what the police do say. Say the conspiracy theories grew after Nkomo's father ruled out suicide for his son's death. He was adamant Nkomo had no enemies, owed no debts, and said that the truth would come out one day. Says fast forward to February 2018, um, and they have a uh, his name as a trending topic on local Twitter. It says one because of one particular tweet from Western Cape Premier uh, Helen Zilly. Uh, I said, she says, uh, congratulations, Rativ Cridge, the industrial designer who created Waterloo, the quick and easy way of using your shower water to flush your loo. I guess that's, I don't know, to flush your water, some shit. I don't know. Anyway, mo many South Africans were furious as they claimed Cridge using Como's idea and was now getting the credit for it. Um, one Twitter said, I wonder what. Nkomo would say about this. Pity he had to slip on a bar of soap while climbing out of bed on the top of Cape, of a Cape Town building right after presenting a pioneering water purification idea to help alleviate Cape Town's, Cape Town's water crisis. So I guess they're saying is, I mean, their um, belief is that whoever's new dude is, Retief Creech, stole the guy's idea and killed him. Had him. You know what I'm saying? Threw him off a building. So 
So, um, I got a question for you. What, what, like, what do you think? Like from a standpoint, not even this situation, but just overall, do you feel like things like that happen even over there or even in our government? If you uh, if you are starting to do too much to help or if you start going against the grain that is going to cut into uh, their agenda, do you think that you get off? I don't know. I mean, it seemed like whoever whoever did it stole his idea to get the bread, you know what I'm saying, to get the notoriety. So I don't know. It might it may happen. I definitely I definitely think it's possible. Yeah, especially in like that. But I've been thinking I've been thinking it's possible for a, a way longer time than that or than just this situation. Um like what? And even like this like you know who Dr. Sabi is? Yeah. Yeah, that that whole thing is nothing that you're going to ever tell me at all. Um, to make me think he just passed away. Yeah. As much as the government has just been after him, sent him back to Honduras, especially with the work that he has been doing, um, the work that he has done, the work that he did um, could just, would have been very, uh, would have been very bad for, because one thing I always tell people is that sickness is a business. And this is why I just don't believe in Western medicine and I, I rarely take medicine. It's just because it, it it's not designed to heal you ever at all. You have to understand hospitals are a business. Doctors run a business. Sickness is a business, the biggest business ever. And Dr. Sabi was doing too much to go against that, period. Yeah, I, I and it wasn't finna happen. And so, I mean, I just, I don't feel like all these times we watch these movies or these shows or anything and they have these plots about how people do all these real, real bad things for the government and all this other type of stuff. I believe that all that is true. Now, not necessarily say that's what happened in Cape Town. It just could have very well been some jealousy and now you done got off and now this person is taking full responsibility because that's or full saint like ownership or whatever because that's obviously what that sounds like more. I just feel like Things do happen and people do cover it up and um, if people always label them conspiracy theories and all of a sudden you crazy if you disagree with what the law say. I mean, because for mm -hmm. whatever reason, people just have so much faith in that law. Um, and I just that it just sounds like that all over again to me. Every time I hear about something that goes a little bit like that, I just always think about Dr. Sabian and a mm -hmm. bunch of others that it very well could have happened to. Is I mean, it's just certain shit. It's just, I don't know. It's just frustrating. I don't want to get too deep in it because then you no, might I get mean, some emails about some your co-host cuckoo for cocoa puffs. In the, you know, conspiracy. I don't believe every conspiracy. Now, I mean, I, I'm gonna take some credit. Some shit I hear, and I just yeah, be like, bro, how? So you mean to huh? tell me you don't believe in the lizard? People? Absolutely not. Don't have a on there. Um. <laughs> But uh, sometimes when the government, you know, they do their foul shit, they get, it gets covered up or whatever. But other times they do their foul shit and people get paid, just like Korean, Ga Korean Games. You remember her? Yep. Yep, I do. I read that. Yep. For the listeners, uh, she was a, the young woman who got killed um, by the Baltimore County Police Officer back in uh, 2016. Her family is going to be awarded $32 million uh, on a judgment. Well, they were awarded $32 million uh, Friday in the judgment. Um, and her daughter was awarded $4.5 million. Her father and mother each received 300000 And the gain estate was awarded an additional 
300,000. So, no, hold on. Her son was awarded thirty. That's what million. I was trying to say. The son, um, yeah, the son was awarded thirty-two million dollars. Jesus! Oh, the entire family got thirty-seven altogether. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this now. I ain't gonna even lie to you. If I gotta get killed by the police for my family to be paid, shit, fuck it. You know what I'm saying? I, <laughs> I take really. Says the all, I mean, all female jury of six reached its verdict after three hours of deliberations. Um, none of the money awarded was for punitive damages. So, yeah. But go ahead. What were you about to say? I, mean, I was just laughing at you. <laughs> I was just laughing at you. I wasn't even going to elaborate at all. Yeah. So. And I think um, I when I saw that, um, I was looking at comments and everybody was like, oh, that's not a win. That's not a win. She's still, you know, deceased. And that doesn't bring the person back. And I just feel like um, while what they're saying is true, I, and I don't want to necessarily say it is the next best thing. But, I mean, these people need some type of comfort, like what you get to take their family member mm-hmm. and then they still got to live in the trenches. I don't know if they live in the trenches. This is, I'm, I'm just narrating. However, I'm just saying, but if they were, you know what I'm saying? Like, I do feel like they should be, re- they, they should be given something. So I definitely yeah. felt like, um, in a roundabout way, this definitely was a win for them. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, it was a win. Everybody going to die. It was a win. Everybody going to die. But, it makes it even harder when somebody die and you still got bills coming in that you got to pay from a dead motherfucker. <sighs> That's the worst <laughs> feelings ever. You got to pay a dead nigga bill. Bruh, first of all, the way how you just keep saying a dead motherfucker and a dead nigga, it just, it just sounds so bad and so funny at the same time. <laughs> you know, you get that to the estate of right. the bill. He's like, God damn. This is true. You know what I'm saying? But you know that's why that huh i was gonna say that's why um like as in as important as insurance is is there's too many people that just don't have it and they can't afford it so then you're gonna get them you're gonna get them bills and let me tell y'all something right now i I don't know who sold selling y'all niggas these five thousand dollar policies that ain't cut oh that ain't cutting it because for for one all no, that just ain't cutting. The average funeral definitely costs more than about five thousand dollars, especially if you want a funeral. Now, somebody like me could get by because I don't want no funeral. But, um, yeah, not a funeral. No, I don't want no funeral. <laughs> I, I do not want no funeral ever at all. I, I don't. Mm-mm. You'll never know. I, I I do. I understand that, but I I trust. <laughs> I trust that the ones that um that know me for real, they. And or that would I that I would could potentially leave behind, they gonna handle me properly. What um what you want? You want to be cremated and you want your ashes spread in the ocean or something? <laughs> you make it sound so cliche, but yes, at one point, um, I wanted my body donated to science, and uh, then then I woke the fuck up and was like, nah, I'm good, because <laughs> it ain't gonna do that. Ain't gonna do my people you, no good. Because you might be like that black lady from that movie, um. What's that movie that came on HBO and they use her sales? I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, uh, what is her name? Because I I read, I looked in all that like back in 2016, 2015. I'm trying to think of her name. Um, because they call it the uh, it starts with an H. Helen something. Huh? Is it Helen something? No. Uh. uh anyway, it'll come to you. But um, it will. Yeah, if I died, 
I want me a big. I want. I want. You know, a, a crying ass funeral. I want somebody to. I want to take me with them, Lord. I want one of them. I want. Um, I want all of that shit. I don't want no. Not me. I want my shit to be sad as a motherfucker. I want a whole. I want to see a whole bunch of, like, women crying and shit. And I want somebody to come up and be like, um, this was really his son and all kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm just, Henrietta huh? Lax. Sorry. Henrietta Lax. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With CKS, L A C K S. Um, no, I, I, I was, I couldn't stop until I got it. <laughs> but um, no, I just, I do want to be created. And if I am leaving a partner and some kids, they can keep me, or they can spread me across, or the the water. Um, they can take me and. They, I don't know, you know, do what you will, but I definitely want to be cremated. I just don't, I don't want, I just don't want any of that cliche, cliche stuff. I don't, and if you did have to do something, I would prefer it be like a memorial. I don't want, I, I remember going to funerals when I was younger and, you know, they get in the pulpit and they be preaching and doing all that carry on. And I just ain't interested Ooh, in that. I I'm hate not. that shit because, man, them niggas be lying so damn bad. I hate them because they be lying I, like the first, the first, I ain't gonna lie now, my, at my daddy's funeral. My dad, my dad, dad <laughs> right? So the first thing I this uh-huh. nigga mop was, now I ain't no blue. Well, nigga, why the fuck you up here? Get the fuck right, right. That shit pissed me off. Right, and then not only that, like tell stories. I, yeah, I, I I hate that shit. And then not only that, I remember being in the funerals when they felt like this person was a good God fearing Christian person because they was in church every time. So, of course, during the funeral, they just know this person going to bust the gates to heaven wide open. They going to bust that shit wide open. And then I've been to funerals where they just ain't really know about the person. It's like, well, we don't know such and such. You know, and we don't know what kind of life he lived. And we gonna just we gonna pray and we gonna uplift that he don't bust the gates of hell wide open. And I'm just like, this ain't the time or place to be putting people in this said heaven or this said hell that you don't even know that they believed in. And I apologize, I don't believe in that. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna open my no. Even though I'm gone, I'm calling the shots. I'm the not having funny, no damn funeral. Too funny. You make my ass less go to. <laughs> and like it's like uh, um. And, and you up in the church with a, like a preachy preacher or whatever. If you go to somebody's funeral and there there was a D boy, there was a dope boy. You go to somebody's funeral who was like they either was gay mm-hmm. or they was like living with their girlfriend or boyfriend or something. Mm-hmm. They <laughs> They're all the preacher mm-hmm. always say some shit like, um, mm-hmm. "We don't know what kind of lifestyle they was living." Mm-hmm. In, in the Let's Lord just hope they get forgiveness like and they accept. Um, sit the fuck down, sir. We done with that. We done with that. Yeah. And no. and it and yeah. I don't and it's not just because I am in a same sex relationship. Even when I used to go to funerals when I was younger, and I used to always tell my grandma, I don't want no funeral. I don't want no funeral. And she used to drag me to the funerals with her for one. I'm not finna have people him up all these hours to say bye. Like I'm not finna do that. And mm. I just I just ain't never really was interested. And I and I, I, I but I've never been interested in weddings either. So because I've been to weddings, especially when they was in my church. Because, again, my family's holding this. And all of a sudden, we in the wedding and, and, and then people preaching. And somebody might be got the Holy Spirit. And I just be like, they I ain't seen. They the holiness wedding? At, I mean, I'm, so I'm not saying all of them. But I'm just saying when the, the preacher is saying their whatever they're saying or giving their words before they even start saying the vows, it turns into preaching. Oh. And... 
and you know, all of a sudden the, the wedding done turned into a sermon. And I know the Christians, them real good Christians going to be like, well, if the Lord put it on your heart, you got to say it right then. And that's blessing the union and all that care. No, I, me, I just live a, a, a more compartmentalized life. And I, even young, my spirit just wasn't feeling. I was just like, if this was got to go down at my wedding, I never want one of those. I'm in here all day. Weddings already long as fuck. Take three minutes for one for one bridesmaid and groomsman to get their ass down the aisle. You got junior bridesmaids and all this other shit. Now he got to get up here and preach after we done took 30 minutes getting the people down here. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Speaking of weddings. I just don't. Mm-mm. One wedding at what? Oh, Go ahead. Huh? One wedding at what? One wedding that ended was Steve oh, Harvest. Yeah. Um. Did you hear about his ex-wife, how she sued him for $60 yes, million? Yes, um, I remember when all that happened, because, when it was happening, because I seen him in a show, matter of fact, in Columbia, I think at Township, mm-hmm. and it was when his ex-wife had just came out with all that stuff, was like he was a woman beat and like all this stuff, and he was in there, and he was just talking about how he needed this show, but he started crying in the show. It was just kind of, okay. yeah, it was talk, he was like, you know, I can't really talk about it. But what I can say is like, this show is like happening right on time. I needed this outlet. You know, I don't, I don't know why she would say, you know, the, the things that she would say, like, that's not me. And I'm just thankful for y'all still coming and selling out the show. And yeah, he was talking about that. And when he did, when he was talking about it, I didn't know what he was crying for, but I definitely looked into it after the fact and when i saw that this week i was kind of happy for him i i i couldn't really take no side but i know it's just been a long yeah, well, time his wife coming. well his ex-wife she uh she sued him for um mental anger yeah so she, she claimed that uh she was suicidal in the wake during the nasty divorce back in uh 2005 so she filed a suit for child endangerment torture conspiracy against kidnapping murder breach of contract mm-hmm. and intentional infliction of emotional distress Distressed. I was legit about to say disgrace. <laughs> Steve, Steve argued. <laughs> okay, okay. He had not done anything to bring on any, any emotional distress or any of the emotions that his ex describes. That the case was thrown out because it needs to be handled in Texas, where the divorce was originally handled. So, uh, yeah, she they threw that out. Sixty million dollars. Um, That's what I thought. Sixty million. Yeah. yeah Sixty million dollars. So I don't know. Maybe she'll file it again in Texas. So he might not be out of the woods yet. But uh, shout I'm sure she probably will because she just been out for blood since everything happened. Period. So since I'm sure Steve she got will. married to that trap queen. <laughs> now let me tell you something. I just um recently had I saw something about it on Twitter because you know Twitter be getting the tea way before everybody else. And I saw something about that on Twitter, and I was like, let me look it up. And I was like, oh shit, Marjorie Head was with all the drug dealers. Like she was with all. The, I mean, she did it right. She did it right. She did. She did it right. But I and and before like now when I look at her like in pictures or whatever, because she, she stayed looking flawless. Like she be dressed. She stay looking good, well put together. But every time I look at her now, I just be like, she used to be whipping for them niggas. A little in the baggy, a little in the purse. She <laughs> right. That's what I said. She just went. She doing. She look like she held that shit yeah. down. So shout out that, and she just got her old simp ass nigga. That's um, mm-hmm. one of the like two of the dope boys was like cousins or some shit like that. Then she go, then she get like two cousins or something. Whatever, it don't matter. Anyway. I feel like I I did read something like that. I just know when I was reading the story, my mouth was dropped, and I was like, okay, Marjorie, <laughs> like she just Shout don't out to live, her. But, uh, Speaking of dope boys, uh, well, I don't know if he's a dope boy, but Meek Mill. Oh yeah, I don't know um, either. 
don't. You reckon he was? I don't reckon he was. I know he got a for guns, but you know he probably did sell drugs. Uh, he he files for immediate release after new report details his arresting officer's history of police misconduct and dirty arrests. Um, mm-hmm. After Meek Mill and his legal team accused his prosecuting judge of malpractice in connection to his long-standing legal case, the rapper is not targeting the Philly officer who arrested him in the first place. As according to TMZ, Meek is demanding an immediate release from prison because the arresting officer has a history of dirty arrests. In fact, the rapper's legal team says the officer's entire testimony against Meek should be tossed because he reportedly lied on the stand. Um, in new docs filed by Meek's legal team, the Philly Bread rapper says Officer Gerald Gibson claimed Officer Reginald Graham, who arrested Meek back in 2007 for drug possession, lied when he said the rapper pointed a gun at him. According to the docs, Gibson said Meek only took the gun out of his waistband to discard it. He also contradicted Graham's statement about the rapper resisting arrest. Gibson revealed he did not. In addition to Graham's alleged lies, Meek's little team has called a recent report in the question, which includes a list of dirty Philly cops who have a history of line abuse and racial bias. The list details Graham's history of excessive force and dirty arrest. As a result, he wants his entire case thrown out and to be released from prison. So, uh, I don't know. Uh, I, I just feel like he's been trying at every angle, and I'm not saying that he shouldn't, but um, I... At this point, I'm just hoping one of the angles that he trying does work out. It does seem faulty, um, all of it. So hopefully he'll get out. Hopefully he will get out. Um, I'm gonna say I wasn't bothered by it no in no way, shape, or form. Like in the beginning, I mean, I wasn't really. I'm not saying I'm not a Meek Mill fan, but I, I'm not like a diehard. So I just have been like listening to it as it progressed. And I'm just like, well, it has been a lot of faulty shit going on and the man do deserve to be out. And so especially because I think I read something. Um, well, in the, initially I read something and it was just like the whole reason for him getting, I guess, like stopped or pulled in or something about a um, probation violation with the videos of him like speed i don't even know what he was on I, I downtown was it a video or something of him on like a four-wheel or atv or something speeding and that was like i don't know i've heard so many different stories about it i'm not that well brushed up on it at all i just know he keeps trying at every angle and i hope one of the angles work out for him because yeah um he deserved to be free well i mean like this was the original arrest guess, that really got him um <laughs> On probation, you know what I'm saying. So, uh, if they throw this out, everything after that, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, the, the thing you talking about was like he, he was um, they were shooting a music video in like New York or whatever, and he got a, they arrested him for like uh, oh, what's it called when you reckless driving or something like reckless like a vehicle for some goofy shit, but he got permission, you know what I'm saying, to shoot a video and he was just popping right. wheelers or whatever, so. Yeah, and that's kind of what right. they used to put him back in jail for this. For this, too. okay, yes, that's the part of the story that I was getting to. That's what they used to put him back yeah. in jail, right? Yeah. Well, I, w- I hope him the best of luck, and I hope he get out. And then if he can get all this thrown out, I mean, because it sounds extremely faulty. Um, period. And then he get it thrown out, and then he could just be out here being a whole mm-hmm. free man or whatever. And uh, speaking of Meek Mill, you know Meek Mill, uh. <sighs> Him and uh, Drake had a beef. What what what's uh, been going on with Drake? Drake lately? is just been like, 
like everything. I wish he was chocolate, but he ain't. He real like he, you know, whatever. But he been doing some real good things. He dropped uh the album, and then he has a video, God's Plan, and that video had me crying yesterday. He, yes, yeah. I definitely cried. Um, I definitely been hearing about him like donating fifty thousand to the girls' college and tuition, or taking like um a couple people on shopping sprees. One in particular, um, this black lady that worked in I think housekeeping at a hotel, um, buying people cars. But I didn't. I guess all of that was popping up in the media. Um, and then the God's plan video definitely put it all together. So he basically used the budget of the video, which was almost a million dollars and just pretty much gave it away. Um, randomly to people, um, just randomly, he bought a, a van or like sprinter for a local organization he did a lot and him just giving back like that was just it was like touching it was sexy and i just was just like okay there's still good people out there it makes you think about stuff like that because it everyone that i felt like he helped were definitely people that were in need yeah and um that made me feel good it made me feel good because a lot of the people that also were in need were my people. And I'm always down for my people getting help any way that they can. When I first heard about it, it was maybe two weeks ago. And um, I don't know if it was, I think Angela Yee said it on uh, on the Breakfast Club. She was like, Drake was in a grocery store and he just paid for everybody grocery, grocery store. Yeah. Like, okay. And yeah. then like maybe like a few days later, um, they were talking about how he, uh, what did he, he did something else that they reported on or whatever. And then like they did the third thing. And so they were like, dog, what's happening to Drake? Like being in Miami and, you know what I'm saying, got Drake, you know what I'm saying, to, you know, to give back or whatever, whatever. Right. And when I saw the video, man, I was kind of like, man, that's, I don't know, man. I think that was kind of, I don't want to say it was like, how, how can I put it? I, I had like. Like, like, pl- like publicity? Yeah, because like, all right, you can, like, to do shit like that is cool and it's good. Like, if, if just like one of the people that was in the grocery store was like, yo, Drake gave, just was in the grocery store and paid for everybody food or whatever, right? So I'm thinking, like, he just was in the grocery store because I heard, like, rappers do that shit before, like, well, other rappers, like, it, it'll be, like, um, holiday time or whatever, or Christmas time, and um, I know T.I. did it one time. Like, he he paid for everybody's layaway, everything that was... Amber Rose and 21 Savage had just did it. I can't remember what store they was in, but they was just bringing out people buggies, like, yeah, yeah, checking he, out their cars. It was so. something like that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Did. So to hear it, I'm like, oh, shoot, he doing that. That was dope. But then to see it on the video, and like, man, I was like, man, that kind of, by the end of the video, you know what I'm saying? I was like, man, I just felt funny about it. I mean, it's good for the people that they got some shit, but just to do it for a video, like, it ain't came out of his pocket. It came from the record label. Like, I don't know, man. I feel, I mean, it's good. Yeah, but he also could have used that million dollars and made this real, real elaborate video to god's plan and i don't want to say that it wouldn't have meant anything but um i get what you're saying whenever you're because it's documented it's just kind of like sometimes even when a regular somebody just is you know do something for the homeless or buy them something or do something and then all of a sudden they have to post it on facebook to let everybody know that they did it so i get that um but i don't i just still feel like it was just coming from a different very sentimental place because at the end of the day for me even if it was calculated and it was planned there still had to be some goodness that came from somewhere to make him want to relinquish 
his almost million dollar budget for a video and just give it back to people because one thing you got to know is they videos are almost not being a thing you know i'm saying like they're not as big as they used to be and especially get especially right and then so especially getting that big of a budget got me looking kind of looking at it kind of funny man like i mean like i say i i ain't want to say like fucking and I, I, I'm, oh, maybe I don't I'm, know, but when I was just saying that just now, when I was like that big of a budget, and then thinking about how videos are almost like obsolete, like every I I don't know the last time I watched the video, and then every time somebody be like, "Oh, you seeing so and so video?" I'm always so shocked, like, "Oh wait, we still watching videos?" And then I have to go on YouTube and figure it out. But I now you, I feel like listening to your perspective, uh, definitely promotes a different thought process but then also i just feel like drake has always been or appeared to be very sentimental so even still i feel like he still even though it was for show and he did it for his video it still came out of the goodness of his heart and then think about from the aspect of what if and i'm not saying that these rappers don't already do so much stuff that don't go undocumented but then what if they start relinquishing their video budgets and like, you know started doing more too like, and then already, it's just kind of like uh, some of them already like do so much real, from I don't him know. anyway and when i saw <laughs> you do <laughs> like when he first came out he was sounding like like he stole a sound from uh what's my man name he and he, he don't even make music um uh, what's the guy kirko bangs mm-hmm. he he kind of got a little style from him because drake used to be all in houston he stole that little style and came back and like I know on one of his albums, like I know like up there, like uh Caribbean culture is kind of big up in Toronto and shit like that. But like even on his last album, like people was clowning him for trying to sound like he's Jamaican and shit. This nigga Jewish. You know what I'm saying? Like Yeah. Like, so like, I, I did kind of sideways, but I did every now and then whenever he was coming up with the um when he was coming up with the different accents or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I and all I know is I watched it. I thought it was him doing good deeds and yeah. I cried. And maybe I was um I mean I I can say that this has been a very emotional week for me. So even if someone had been like message me and be like thank you for just being yeah. you, I would have been in tears cuz that's just the kind yeah. of week that I've been having. But it definitely made me cry and I thought it was I thought it was if I would have um a good gesture. Uh, text you and was like, "Thank you for that nasty, uh, very erotic." Um, you you know how to get on my damn nerves. Super erotic, fella. <laughs> It'll make your pants get tight if you know what I mean, ladies. <laughs> you you have to. Clean I definitely seat got up. a lot of different. <laughs> uh, a lot of different feedback about that. Um, even with people that I follow that does read the blog and will like sometimes comment and um, I've gotten them like in my DM on Instagram, like I just need to tell you about that. <laughs> and um, that just be my imagination. That just be what I'm thinking about. And I have so many of those stories on my MacBook. So I just said, I'm just going to drop them occasionally, just randomly when I want to. <laughs> I know somebody who wrote a who, who put out a book like that, like it was a, a whole bunch of like stories just like those, and just you know what I'm saying in a whole book. Like, I thought about it. Um, I definitely did think about it, and I think I kind of talked myself out of it because I'm like, well, you know, there are 
thousands of erotica books. Like I have almost all of them, especially if they're mostly because they're all by African-American authors, but I've worked in bookstores. And if anybody know me, they know I love to read. So I damn near have just about all of them. What? They have, have, wear glasses and have afros? <laughs> no. And I already see your point. point. Thank you, sir. Afro, afro glasses wearing market. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is true. But um, and and I still could. I still could very well may do it because, like I said, I have them all on my MacBook and they just sit. Sometimes I get in the spirit or should I just say I'd be real horny and I just get in the I get the right. That's what we're calling it. I get in the spirit. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my spirits. <laughs> you got a hornet. Maybe, maybe my, maybe my fellow Sagittarius is know what it's about. Hornet. But I it definitely. <laughs> I you, am, ever, you ever I seen mean, that show? It's a show called uh, what's the name of that show? It's a cartoon show that come on Netflix. Um, uh, what's it? I'm sure I haven't. Uh, I, if I, I can't, I can't remember the name, but. Anyway, like it's it's about a boy like going into puberty or whatever, like going through it or whatever. And he like real horny, and like it's like a, a monster that's that's like his libido or whatever, and like he be telling him to do <laughs> shit because he be horny all the time. That's not every time I read one of your stories, I'm a picture the that little monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, I just it was a spirit in that room. You was writing that nasty shit. I wrote that like a year or two ago. You have a vivid imagination. <laughs> I just want to let you know that. Y'all, hey, I'm telling you. When we put this blog, when, I, when we plug this blog and, and tell y'all to go read it, y'all need to go read it because, uh, yeah, that last story, that last story, make you, make you want. I always want, whenever I write, I either I either want you to be able to hear me or I want you to be able to see what I'm talking about. And as long as I do that, then I felt like I've done my job as a writer, blogger, whatever you want to yeah. call it. So that's just that's just it. And that's why a lot of times I, especially when I write about other stuff, I write it the exact way that I talk because I want you to be able to hear me, especially for those that know how I sound. Because some people read the blog that have never talked to me or know how I sound. But at any rate. I want you to be able to hear me or I want you to be able to see what I'm talking about. And as long as you can do that, then I'm good. But, I mean, what's a good erotica yeah, story yeah. if you can't envision it? I can't anything? write because after all my stories, I'll be like, the end. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> after every last story, it would be like a, fifth, a five-year-old story. The end. You are so ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to you. I had to, I had to throw that in there. Y'all got to... Uh, Y'all gotta see see that because um, well, reading one of her stories will make you be a damn a me too nigga. <laughs> no, it's not. and see when I read it, I feel like it was. I felt like it was very mild. I felt like it wasn't. I I felt like it wasn't good enough, and I was like, well, this will be one to test the waters. Like I don't feel like it's intense enough, or and that's how I critique myself. But I am my own worst critic, and then I've got all really good, <laughs> you know, you reviews. What from were some it, of the so, reviews you got? Um. Somebody was just kind of like, girl, like, uh, of course, some people want to know if like if it was like based on a true story. Uh, no. <laughs> but then some people are just kind of like, oh, my gosh, like I had to like adjust myself or like I felt that or I was legit on. turned I on. Woman who said that? Huh? They had to adjust themselves. Oh, that was a nigga. <sighs> you know, y'all have things y'all have to adjust. Uh -huh. <laughs> Um, and some people are like, they for real got horny. They were aroused or turned on. Um, and then most of the comments though, or even all of the ones that I just mentioned were all that it was very visual. Uh, what, 
So I was cool. What with did that. a lot of the women say? Oh, they were aroused. They were horny. Change the draws. I mean, ain't nobody necessarily told me about if they draws was wet. They just said they were aroused and horny, <laughs> which was good about, enough for me. And they say that you got to ask them that they had to change their draws. Just, I don't want to know about these I, women draws. <laughs> I want to know. Tell them I asked. Tell them I asked whether or not they had to change their panties. <laughs> oh my God, son. I'm a, I show him too. Yeah. I'm going to be like, my podcast co-host want to know if you had to change your yes. panties. Yes. Say okay. It, say it Got in a it. sensual voice. Thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right. Remember, uh, we are talking about our remakes a few weeks ago? Like uh, Martin and all that yes. shit. Yes. Well, LeBron James and his, uh, what is he, his manager? I know this is homeboy, uh, Maverick Carter. They team up with the uh, writers of the show mm-hmm. Atlanta. They're gonna uh, make a house party remake. I did saw, I did see that, and I didn't. I wasn't sure how I felt about it, and I kept scrolling. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, they said it's not a reboot; it's just an entirely, entirely new look or classic movie. Um, so I don't know. I think they could do it. I think that'll be a better movie than um than Martin would be a show, and like you get like some of these young people or whatever to play it. I think it might could work. I think it might could work. I think it'll work better than uh, Martin would. I'm sorry. I, I'm sure that I, and I see your point and where you're going. I am just not the remake, reboot, keep touching type of person. Now, I just he he better do a damn good job because if he don't, he's going to further be proving my point or where they need to just leave shit long. Oh, I didn't know. Okay, well, I know he um he says that he uh I know he has survivor's remorse, but they got a new Netflix series coming out about <clears throat> somebody who you might like. Uh oh. Madam CJ Walker. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And then so what is gonna be about? They putting out a Netflix series about her. So and it's gonna be executive produced by Octavia Spencer, so I don't know. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, so. I can check into that. I can look into that. Yeah, so Maybe maybe it'll be maybe that'll be on Netflix too, and I won't have to spend no money to go see it. <laughs> oh, cheap ass! Yeah, because I could have I could have paid fifteen dollars for a ticket to see uh three D uh three D Black Panther. I was like, uh, no, give me the uh regular ticket. This Thank gonna you. sound so childish, but the last three D movie I saw was definitely Avatar. Okay, that was like three D movie too. It definitely wasn't the first, but I it was early on. But I was dead ass sitting in the theater and like when the shit was flying, I was like fanning in front of my face. Like I kept forgetting that it was 3D and it was just it just got to a point where it was stressful for me because I couldn't remember to stop like fanning and acting like shit was really dead ass like coming for me. So I just ain't been no one people since. in the movie theater probably thought you was on the spectrum somewhere. <laughs> My ex, my well, my ex wife would have to be like, put your hands down, like stop doing that. And we were with some of her friends, and they just was laughing at me so bad, but I could not get it together. Using they shaming her. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> don't don't get me fucking started. <laughs> you got you got uh, anything else going on? No, I ain't got nothing. Oh well, I do have. A blog post coming called Black in the Military. So Brandon just hyped y'all up to come visit my blog site because of the erotica. But I do talk about other shit on there. So you can come for the erotica, but this next blog post ain't gonna be nothing about erotica. Word. Uh so yeah, check that out. Um 
Is what? Well, I what? guess I just have to read it. What you know? Oh, black in the military. Uh, my views on it, on what Ooh, I think. Spicy. <laughs> I'm sure I'm gonna stir the pot a little bit, especially. I already with, know. I think you know. your views are lining with mine. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and and a lot of people are going to feel away because my woman is definitely a black woman and she's in the military. But her and I have definitely had this conversation, and I support her without beyond a shadow of a doubt, 110 percent. Um, and I support anybody. Obviously, that is in. I'm not going to like bash them for it or banish them for it, but I do have my own thoughts, and um, I'm trying to build this life up so she can get her ass up out of there. So it's just what it is. Mm, I know I have my views. I had some homeboys that was in it and stuff. Um, I'm interested to hear your views. <laughs> Want to hear my views? I do. I mean, I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't. Uh, join and i don't mm, okay. want people to join but you know okay yep we on the same page then you 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 will appreciate this bob this blog post yeah so but that's just me i got like i got a cousin she's in it now nah, she probably gonna retire she like a captain and all that kind of shit you know what i'm saying she's doing good in it or whatever i mean and people definitely get in it and do good i mean my uncle retired from it my granddaddy did vietnam my partner Current my current partner is in. I have a brother that's in. I have friends that's in, cousins that's in. But even still, all of them, I love them and I support them. But it doesn't change my view. I don't feel like that's where they should be. Yeah, I like military women though, cause they always in shape, especially like army women. They always be like in in good shape. Them navy women though, sometimes they get on that boat, boy, and they they blow up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not finna start with army you. Women, I'm not in shape. They do so. Shout out to the army women. You navy women, y'all, y'all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slap them carbs and y'all on them long floats. Y'all, you don't need all them damn carbs, fruit and vegetables. My woman is an army woman. Mm, got, I bet she got a. She got a nice ass. Let me tell you, but I am my ass woman. But she got a nice one. Mm, I, is she dark skin? Of course, I don't like chocolate, but I love chocolate. She probably wear braids a lot. Um, um I just she just started her lock journey this summer. I want to go on and put them things up in there. No. Dog, I know. I know. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you ride a motorcycle too. <laughs> shout out to uh, shout out to. I was about to say be easy. <laughs> okay, be her, easy. I gotta give her another nickname. Uh, I just say be. And for your uh, for for your uh. I swear every show, every episode, she get a shout out. And she always messages me when she listen because she get notification. And then I can tell when she get to that part, she'd be like, shout out to Brittany. I'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, I can say her name. Shout out to Brittany. Word. She yeah. going to come back, what, Tuesday? Yeah, she be back oh, Tuesday. She, she done been gone so long, all that warning and warning. Mm, y'all going to tear the house up, ain't it? Tear it up. I ordered me some um some lingerie, and that thing got in. Pago. I've been. Um, I tried that thing on the other night, and I was like, "Yes, honey, yes." Oh shoot! <laughs> I don't know. I said, "Oh shoot!" Just now. Oh, like going down. Sound like a seventies black exploitation character. <laughs> Damn! I ain't knew what the hell to say just now. Let me get the hell up. That's fine. <laughs> say something wrong. Hold on. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Shout out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But um, black love gonna get this work. Mm, I hear that. And then y'all gonna go see Black Panther so I can finally talk about it because I'm waiting on niggas. <laughs> my, my bad. I'm my bad. Yes, we're gonna be able to talk about it. 
I bet she probably already seen it wherever she at. She definitely has not. They are real trapped in the desert. Ain't ain't oh. even. They ain't got nothing going on. She can barely eat re- regular food all the time. So, she, do y'all hear that? She was in. I hear the train. Sorry. <laughs> it ain't yeah, loud. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, listeners, that I live on top of the damn railroad track. <laughs> but <laughs> live where you can. But um, I live in between the airport and the army and the air force base. So uh, it's lucky. Like anytime we've been recording, they haven't heard planes because it be sounding like they sitting on top of our house. Ooh, so if like a um a alien movie happened or something, like it'll probably happen like at your house. Cause that way the aliens movies be happening like near airports and army bases and shit. So shout out to you and your alien movie house. <laughs> you made me fucking sick. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. Cause I can't. Social social media Instagram is lovecurls underscore and the blog site is multidimensionalsoul.com. Word. Yeah, go to multidimensionalsoul.com and check that shit out. I'm telling y'all right now, don't be out in public reading that shit. Not because of no pictures, but because if you do your thing might get hard. Um, follow me. <laughs> don't have on the gray sweats. Yeah, yeah. I do have on the gray sweats because deep. Unless, unless you. Before uh, we go, you women are so. I, I was going to say. I am a don't. man. I have a mind too. My eyes are up here. You look me in my eyes. Please. I was just getting ready to say, please don't have on gray sweats when you read that blog, unless you're friends with me on Facebook, and then you post a picture to your profile, because I want to see. Hankering, <laughs> y'all. Not a hankering. No, I don't have I don't have a hankering, but just like how I ass watch, I crotch watch, hey, too. That shit, is, that shit so, make you feel you so s- small. When well, I imagine how we feel, because y'all look at us like we naked all the time, all the damn time. Hey, it's a double standard, ladies. You have to deal with it. Please kiss my entire ass. I quatch watch and I ass watch. Put them titties so. out there. God damn it, I'ma look. <laughs> Y'all put them gray sweatpants on. God damn it, we gonna That's why look. I wear long shirts with my gray sweatpants. Looking like a fool. I saw this. I was in it. I left the gym today. I got on some shorts. They kind of short and tight, but I got tights on up under. And I was walking Walmart doing my grocery shopping. This lady steady looking at my damn pants. Stop, woman. I have. I have a plan. You be all right. You it's ain't a brain dead. behind these eyes. I'm more, I'm more than my body. Fuck all that. Yes. Right. Yeah. Right. You Tell can find me and my can. body on Instagram. DP McCoop. I don't be on Twitter that much, <laughs> and I ain't give you my Facebook yet, unless you know me. Well, right. I agree with that. And Snapchat is just canceled oh, right I, now because I, I still barely know they what said they that um, on the twentieth they're gonna go back to the last update. Like they- I, I hope so because I miss Snapchat. Even though I really like the Insta story, Snapchat filters are just like unfuckwittable. And I just want to get back into that. I just don't like what's going on. Yeah, I, I think like they're really trying to. Um, cause I looked at it one time since they changed it or whatever. And I, I really think they're trying to cater to like the. Um, cater to like the, like the business type motherfuckers. And I was listening to one podcast and the girl's like, she has a show on Snapchat. And I didn't know Snapchat had shows, you know what I'm saying? So I think they really- the only shows I knew about on Snapchat is like porn shows. Hold on, they got porn shows on Snapchat? Like a couple <laughs> a couple of uh like 
porn stars or whatever that I was following at one point on Snapchat, like they had like other pages where you would have to like pay. But then on their other page, like they were legit, like that's where they post their like, like clips and, or it would be just like long ass snaps, like of this, like them, like fucking uh, like a for real type of thing. So, uh, I, nigga, I don't know. I didn't pay all these free porn sites out here. What's your favorite uh, free porn site? I don't know. I I just be, I know I really don't know because I have all of them pulled up and I just go back and forth between until I find one that I like is finding some, I guess some decent ones sometimes is a challenge. So I just have all kinds of tabs pulled up (laughs) searching. (laughs) (laughs) Shut the, oh my God. You bought it. Yeah, we finna go. We we about to go. All right, (laughs) y'all. <laughs> I always got to end the shows. You be on some yeah, bullshit. I do. Thank you. I'm glad you know it. Yes, I'm glad you know it. But yeah, thank y'all for listening. Uh, email us at djbladeshow at gmail.com and maybe and, t- and let us know your favorite <laughs> porn site. <laughs> I mean, yes, please do that because then um, y'all might know some sites that I don't know, and I like to uh, make sure my fav- my favorites list is uh, well equipped. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, and email us and let us know how you, what you think about Courtney's blog too and Amy's blog. Uh, yes, I'm. I'm. I meant to message her and been like, like, when is the next one coming? I love her blogs and she ain't posted. Yeah, Amy. Amy has had her hands busy lately. <laughs> mm. <laughs> she show has. I've been really yeah, excited. Amy, um, I ain't gonna put your business out there, Amy. But shout out. We need. No, we ain't gonna. We ain't gonna put your business out there. But matter you got fact, to come on back and. and matter of fact, I'm blackmailing Amy right now. Put out a blog post this week. <laughs> I'm telling your motherfucking business. You have been. And and you yeah. need to hurry up and come back. Or I'm going to egg Brandon on to yeah. tell your yeah. business. <laughs> yeah, well, the past couple of weeks, you know what I'm saying? She had homecoming last week and all kinds of stuff. So, but yeah. And she had to recuperate from that. <laughs> I've seen that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, Amy 22 Cents. Y'all follow her blog. Uh, Amy's 22 Cents. I think that's what it's called. But, yeah, follow her yeah. blog, too. Yeah, but we we, we trying to strong home strong on her into putting another blog out um but yeah man um that's all i got thank you thank y'all for listening um and uh we'll be back next well hold up we might not be back sunday because i gotta go out of town sunday well the week he going on a thought mission whoa 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 don't do that don't whoa oh no 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 Mm. helping a friend move okay that's what i'm doing i'm helping a friend move um if y'all want the truth about these niggas, y'all just start calling them. Well, not all of them. Some of them don't care. Never mind. Not a lesson, ladies. Not a lesson. Oh, but um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm just going to help a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, maybe. I wish you could see my face right now. Huh? I said, I wish you could see my face right now. I can probably picture it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, but yeah, we will have a show up next week, either Monday or late Sunday. But um, yeah. Yeah. Peace.